What's up and welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am your host, Aslam, a.k.a. Rock Goddess, accompanied by Dan Papa Sun Killer and maybe Dan Emperor Disco. He should be joining shortly, hopefully. Um, but today we are going to be talking about the fall of the House of Usher. And here is Disco. Hopefully his audio is working. Disco, can you hear us? He cannot hear us. All right. All righty. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to do the fall of the House of Usher. Disco is working through his um, technical difficulties. And this show, man, when this show came out, Nadia and I started watching it. I'm sorry. Well, Rudy's comment. Please, please post it for the people. What's up, Rudy? And Henry's here. Happy birthday. I ordered a meatball sub from Firehouse Sub through Grubhub. They gave me all the... <laughs> And then he comes back, just bread, no meat, no nothing, just bread. Jesus, that's crazy. What's up, fellas? Uh, happy birthday, Henry! And they just closed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rudy. I don't mean to be laughing. I know that sucks, but that is just funny. That's hilarious, bro. All right, let's get back to the fall of the House of Usher, yeah, please. When this show came out, I was I was excited. So was Nadia. We love Edgar Allan Poe. <clears throat> Uh, loved his poems and short stories in high school. You know, we we didn't know what we were expecting when we started watching the show. Yeah, so like I was saying, we didn't know what to expect going into the show. And she was telling me about the director and how he did Haunting of Hill House and how it was really good. The, the Haunting of Hill House was amazing. Um, I was like, okay, cool. Let's watch this. It's Edgar Allan Poe. Definitely got to give it a shot. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of horror. I wouldn't say this was like horror horror. They had some jump scares and stuff, but what I loved about it the most is the 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 intricacies of the storytelling, the intricacies of the weaving of multiple Edgar Allan Poe poems and short stories into the fall of the House of Usher, which is again one of his short stories. And combining all them together into a cohesive piece of literary artwork and visual art. Yeah. So it was it was both literary and visually a piece of art that Netflix put out. So shout out to what is it? Something Hannigan? Um Mike Hannigan? Is that first the first person I thought of was Allison Hannigan. I know it ain't her. Um let me let me look up his name. This man deserves I'm, some I'm proper credit. Yeah. Um, I want to say Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan, you're right. Thank you, you Jesus go. Christ. Hannigan, That's what the good. hell was I talking I about? I said Petrillo. That's fine. <laughs> Mike Flanagan, yes. This man deserves his proper dues. He did such a wonderful job. Each one of... uh, Spoiler alert. So, The Fall of the House of Usher is a story about um, a family called the Ushers. And he has multiple children and they have like this pharmaceutical empire. And each one of his children ends up dying one after the other because of a deal he made with, I. you can say the raven, the devil, uh, whatever you want to call this entity. They mm -hmm. made a deal with it for immense success, uh, no prosecutions. And she was just like, I just want to see what you will do with this power. I mean, there was just so many beautiful scenes in the show. Um, each each story of the children related to a a poem or short story of Edgar Allan Poe. So you had The Mask of the Red Death, A Telltale Heart, uh, The Pit and the Pendulum, uh, The Mask of Amontillado, like so many great stories or or the most famous work of Edgar Allan Poe intricately weaved into one amazing eight episode miniseries and my god we literally enjoyed every moment of this show so that's that's my opinion on it so far i know i went and i added some spoilers in it but yeah so yeah so uh, den what what are your opinions about the show yeah, I was trying to give Disco a shot to uh, go in there and talk about how much you liked the show before I, you know, tear it down. But um, <laughs> yeah, so surprise, surprise, 
the show that most people like. I'm not enjoying it. Um, so I yeah. go in there. I'm watching the show. Uh, I'm a fan of Edgar Allan Poe. Um, I remember the first time I ever did an official research paper it was on Edgar Allan Poe and his fear of being buried alive. Um, but yeah, so definitely a fan of him, his stories and all this other stuff. Uh, I watched a show. I remember I watched the first episode. I was like, okay, I, I get it. I see where they're going. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Saw the second episode. I was like, because I remember you were talking about it. I remember Disco was talking about it. Unfortunately, Disco, you know, can't talk about it on the episode. But uh, I remember saying, I was like, okay, if you guys want to do an episode on this, I will watch it. Yeah. Um, you guys did. And I was like, okay. So let me go ahead and watch it. And when I tell you, man, I was so bored. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I was just sitting there just waiting, just hoping, checking the time. I was like, man, I'm only halfway through this one. You know, I was just waiting for it to get over with. Um, like I say about many things, make it a movie. Make it a, make it a series of movies. Uh, I mean, I feel I don't know what it is. I I just don't like watching shows. Mm. Um, and when I do, I I'm a I'm a sitcom guy. I like I like yeah. shorter shows, which is funny because I like short shows, but I like long movies. long movies. Yeah, don't give me a long show. I'm gonna insult you to the end of time. <laughs> so so you're giving you. I'm going in there, and it's kind of just like I get it. I know where it's going. I understand where you're going with every story. Yeah. I've read the poems. I know Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're doing. You're putting a modern day twist on it. You're turning everything around. It's it's like a, it's like a scary version of Succession. And I just I don't care. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be real with you. The last two episodes, I was watching it and I was like, maybe I could do something else. And after that point in time, I was like, you know what? I've never played Candy Crush, so I put that <laughs> on my phone. And I was playing a lot of Candy Crush, and it was so much yeah. more entertaining than watching this show. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion on it. Um. Hey man, it's to each their own, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, one thing I will, I loved about the show is like when when the kids were dying mm-hmm. and the raven. Great ent- sentence. <laughs> one thing I love about the show is when the kids were dying. <laughs> when the kids were dying. Yeah. When the raven was uh, putting into motion their deaths, the the color of the screen changed. Mm. So like in the mask of the red death when she's dressed as the red death and she's walking through like when they were partying and stuff like everything yeah. kind of turned red. Mm. And one of the other ones it turned like blue. Then oh, we're, like, so we're referring to the lady as the raven. I I'm referring to her as the raven. Okay. Because she shows up in multiple mm. um iterations. She she comes as you see the raven, you There's see like her. different versions of her, yeah. Yeah, and and the she ape. was yeah. She was throughout the whole series. You you saw her with the Vanderbilts, with like all these yeah. other families that were super successful. Yeah, and um, so she's an entity that like pushes thing in in the world, gives people like deals and stuff, almost like a crossroads demon. Um, but yes, nice I'm I'm huh. Well, nice reference. Just thank crossroads you. demon. I like that. Um, but. Because the, so when I was actually watching the show, that's the first thing came, that came to mind. Because she made a deal with them, and the first thing I thought of was a crossroads demon. Because you know, the the kids started dying, and they made a deal. So I was like, I made the connection. I was like, that's what happens with crossroads demon, right? You make a deal for and for a certain amount of time, you live, and then they come collect your soul afterwards. Um, but yeah, so whenever she showed up on screen, when they were about to die, like the like a filter was added to the screen with like a different color. And I thought that was like a really nice visual representation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I, I love that. Like they, when they put the guy in, in the fucking wall and he kept hearing the jingles throughout the mm-hmm. whole show mm-hmm. when he slowly started, when she slowly started coming after the family. Um, mm-hmm. I love the conversations she had with each one of the children. Um, Especially at the end when his granddaughter died and she told her because of what she did to her mother, she ends up saving millions of people because her mother does survive and she she does a foundation on her name and she gets to save this many people in the first year. But I, I thought that was amazing. And then she had a similar conversation with Roderick Usher, which is like the 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 father and the grandfather of these children that mm. died. And she's talking to him, 
and you see bodies raining outside of all the people that died and have been affected by the drug that he pushed for so long. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, I, I don't know. I just thought that was amazing. Like she's having this conversation with Roderick telling him how evil and shitty he was and how money hungry he was and how much he destroyed people's lives. And at the same time, even though she had to take her life because that was a deal, his entire bloodline, his granddaughter, she was like, I'm sorry, like you're one I didn't want to take, but this is because of what you did, because of your courage, because of you stood up to your father, you will end up saving millions of lives. And she kind of like almost comforted her before she died, you know, so when I saw that scene is just it made me think that she's not really like an evil entity and she's not a good entity either. You know, she's like the most neutral entity you can imagine because she gave you this power and she's like, I just want to see what you're going to do with it. Like, are you going to do good or are you just going to be greedy and do whatever you want? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of uh, uh, Ryuk. Yeah, from Death Note, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just like I'm just gonna throw this into the world, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, see yeah. See what happens yeah. if you guys have this power. You know, it's kind of similar, not exactly same one for one, but it's kind of like a similar thought process, I'd say. Yeah, but man, um, I don't know, man. This is one show I would definitely just rewatch again. Um, I think Nadia and I, I would rewatch. I was specifically it. gonna ask that question: Is this something that you would rewatch? Because I would. I, I that's how much I we enjoyed yeah. it. Like we were, honestly, we were like mind blown after every episodes. Like we would just like look at each other and be like, like our jaws dropping. Like we would talk about it. Like we would dissect it. Like oh, look at this. Look at that. What do you think she is? Like blah blah blah, and but and it's like who do you think is in the wall? Um we were trying to guess a bunch of different things and ah oh man it was it was a lot of fun dude uh I, we, we had a blast with experience. this show so shout outs to mike flanagan you did an amazing job in my opinion um not gonna speak for the whole podcast but i think yeah. you did an amazing job uh really well, I could, I, i'm show. sure we could say for the majority of the podcasts <laughs> two-thirds of the podcast i'm exactly. gonna speak for disco because yeah. th- i'm pretty sure i'm pretty he sure he likes it, it. Yeah. well disco likes everything <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but he likes I, a good chunk of everything. I mean, he didn't like uh, what's the what's the movie called, the animated one, uh, rate and review. Fuck, bro, I'm I'm blank. A silent voice. A no, silent no, voice. he didn't. He wasn't there when. Yeah, no, in a, with, that wasn't the time. Uh, Spirited away. Spirited away. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't like that one. He liked it. I remember specifically he said that he wished that there was more fighting because it was an anime. I remember he said it's not that kind of anime though. Oh, I don't remember him saying that. You know, you know, I'm gonna remember. Yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I barely remember the yeah. name. You of couldn't the even movie. remember the name of the thing. Yeah, just exactly. Now. I'll let you get thirty minutes. You'll forget. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, it's shout out to Rahul Kohli. Uh, I've been wanting to see a, a Rahul Kohli act in a project. Uh, he's a big gamer. Um, oh, he was the the. That like the Indian kid, yeah, like, uh, the the gamer, yeah. yeah, nice. He's done a lot of Mike Flanagan projects. Like he's like one of the Mike Flanagan regular yeah. regulars uh, from yeah. his different shows. Um, so seeing him on there, I've seen him on different like podcasts and stuff like that, talking about video games. So I was like, all right, he always seemed like a cool dude. I was like, I've never gotten a chance to really see anything that he does acting wise, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, shows or movies or anything. I was like, all right, cool, I get to see him at least. Um, and that's that's one thing where it's like, as far as the acting goes, performing. It was good. It was. I'm, yeah. I'm not taking anything away. I feel like everyone did very well, um, for the most part. I really didn't think anybody was bad or anything. It's just honestly, just the the story really just didn't. Oh, didn't I. Get me. One of the other things I also loved about this was like just Roderick and the and the lawyer just sitting yeah. there talking with forth. like the the bourbon and yeah. Um, I I liked just Roderick's voice. It was like you know a, a little deep. He was yeah. just like the way he was talking and just giving his life story before he died. And yeah. man, uh, and the reveal of what he did to his sister at the end, I was just like, that's fucked up. It's funny because I have no idea. I was legit playing Candy Crush. So oh. it's like I just see at the end, she's running around. Oh, and I was oh. laughing the whole time. This is hilarious. So what happened was oh. is that. So you remember when she poisoned him? 
She was like, just end it, and she gave him yeah, a whole sure. bunch of pills sure, of litigone. Okay, and then the <laughs> and then the raven was like, you won't have it that easy, and she revived him. Okay, um, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. So he did the same to her. He mm. he he put her out. Then he took her downstairs. He had bought these two sapphires that were like the jewels of like the, the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he killed her, took out her eyes, put the sapphires in place of her eyes. Why? But she didn't actually die. Cause she's a queen or whatever i i forget the exact reasoning mm-hmm. but then she didn't actually die she ended up coming back and then she killed him and then they both died mm-hmm. she came back like his mother did yeah. um and then she killed him and then they both died it's funny because like i saw that and i was like i probably should rewind this and figure out what happened but i was like yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, another thing is, uh, shout out to, uh, the, uh, Junji Ito collection. Uh, cause I was watching that, um, at the time. And then I was like, let me, let me, cause it's, it's like anime shorts where it's horror based. Junji oh, Ito's I think like we watched some, I think we watched some of those. Oh, did you? So I was I, like, he has different stories. Some of them are winners. Some of them are the greatest, but I was yeah. just like, it's cool. And they're really out there. It's like, yeah, not they are normal stuff you'd see. So it's like, as I'm watching that and then I hear I go and I'm watching this show and I was like, oh my God, this show is such a drag. And it's like, I would just power through an episode and then I'll just watch as much uh, Junji Ito stuff I can. Cause yeah. there's like, oh, there's one on Crunchyroll, Then there's another on Netflix. There's like two yeah, shows. We, we watched a couple of the ones on Netflix. Yeah, so that's the thing. I was I was watching uh, both, so it's like I finished one, then did the other. I was like, if not for this, I don't think I could have gotten through um, <laughs> the fall of the House of Usher. Because and and it's just like it really was. I don't know. Um, I've watched so many different variations of horror over the years, and I know that uh, you know Nadia has as well. She's a big horror fan, so mm-hmm. I mean, she enjoys it for the story and everything. And like I said, this it's not that it's bad. It's just it's not my cup of tea. She's also like a big literature fan. She, like she was yeah. like an, an, well, a liberal uh, arts like English major, and she wanted to be a because, journalist. So she, yeah. So for her, this was like really big. The thing is, I'm not into literature, but if there is one person yeah. i care about if there's one yeah. thing it is edgar edgar Allan Poe. Allan Poe. Yeah. like i know edgar Allan Poe very well yeah so that's why i was just like every, on paper this should 100 percent be for me <laughs> uh, and it just isn't um yeah. but that's the thing it's just like i think it's just over the years i've i've gotten tired of the samey stuff and i like seeing different i like seeing yeah you know to me this of, was different um to yeah. me this was like Again, it wasn't like action. Like there was just a lot of dialogue and conversation and like stuff to discover throughout. So it always had my interest peaked. Um, yeah, my thing is just the the formula they followed, mm-hmm. which it got annoying in episode two, where it's just like, okay, family argument, focus on one child, child does something, child dies. Next episode, family argument. Mm-hmm. focus on child something happens to child child dies next episode i'm like okay i'm you're not i'm not falling for tropes so yeah. it's like just watching that over and over again i was like oh my god i just just get to it like i know what's gonna happen just get to it and it doesn't help that the episodes are named after the poem so it kind of yeah. like gives away what's going to happen in the episode so it's like okay. it does like we we guess what was going to happen every yeah. t- like any like we guess how they were going to die right like exactly. pit in the pendulum we knew he was going to yeah. get cut in half like, oh the telltale the, heart telltale heart i wonder what's going to happen rip out her here. heart sure but i don't know we enjoyed the journey of getting there too so yeah. like for us even though we we also knew and we were also like uh like guess who, who was got how they were gonna die and what was gonna happen we enjoyed that journey yeah. um that's why i like teleportation i just want to get there <laughs> that's that's amazing analogy yeah that's no, a good that's, one that's, i mean that's the tell that's the telltale but that's like the overall thing like some people yeah. want to fly some people want to teleport yeah either you like the journey or you just want to get to where you're going that's why See, I like in in real life i want to teleport it, yeah. with something like this i i did enjoy the journey with one piece i'm definitely enjoying the journey i ain't trying to skip that shit one so. piece i i need i need i just need a couple of stops along the way yeah. that's that's all i need i don't mind the journey it's just yeah. i just need to stop for you need a, a break every now and then <laughs> yeah we I, just, like, I can't we just finished the alabasta arc uh like last night or the okay. night before uh luffy just beat crocodile yeah. uh and and nadia hates vivi it's hilarious bro <laughs> it's the funny shit like she hates her so much 
it's it's funny. But um final thoughts about the fall of the House of Usher. Again, just to reiterate, I absolutely enjoyed the fuck out of this show. I highly recommend it. Um to anyone who's a fan of literature, to a fan of uh well written stories, um to a fan of like um uh, like horror like suspense um some gory scenes but nothing crazy but yeah it, it was just like overall to me it was it was an amazing show like um, yeah so it's funny uh my final thought uh obviously i didn't enjoy it i didn't like it um highly would recommend it uh to most people for the same reason because i know how i am i know the way i think so it's like i'm not taking anything away from the show i'm not saying the show is bad it's just it bored me because yeah yeah it's a for if you know how i am if i see a formula but it happens with me too because like i I, i'm i'm trying to get more into horror because nadia likes it and i'm trying to give it more chances but i i also it just bores me easily horror well Um, most of the horror you've seen before has been slashers that's the thing. Because remember, we were talking about this. Yeah. So I, I watched The Conjuring. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm starting to watch more of the stuff Nadia is recommending. Yeah. So, um, she won't steer you wrong. You're good. I I, I I watched some paranormal stuff, but that was boring. I I, I mean, I loved The Ring. It's one of my favorite movies. It's, yeah. it's such a good movie. I mean, I didn't watch Ringu, but I watched The Ring. Watch. That was amazing. Yeah, like, based off of what you're telling me, I would. I don't know how she feels about it do more like j horror and stuff like that yeah um so it's like well not just j but like do japanese horror korean um like yeah. that stuff check out different like asian horror things like, yeah yeah you're gonna see some good stuff in there so yeah so we're gonna uh i'm gonna try to explore more of that and uh, yeah. try my best to keep uh to keep my interest in it um yeah but yeah all right um let's take a break from shows and jump into some wrestling um, Let's do it, and then we'll we'll come back to shows. <laughs> now, speaking of horror, <laughs> um, so it's been a while since I've done uh, PBW. We're gonna have to change that name because it ain't. There's no W. Yeah, but um, let me go ahead and share my screen. So basically, pay per view just recently happened. Uh, an AEW pay per view just recently happened, and this is gonna be the full focus of what i'm talking about here a lot of things have been happening in the wrestling world i'll I'll mention some stuff briefly here and there um but we're going to talk about swerve strickland versus hangman adam page um eslam you've seen hangman adam page fight in person you probably don't remember it he was a part of one of the one of the best tag team matches ever yeah and uh great wrestler swerve has been an amazing wrestler for years um, his very last indie match, I, I was there, got to see it live in New York. You know, saw that. He went on to NXT, did amazing things there. He did a few things at WWE, went over to AEW, and this man's just on the rise. Like, everybody's claiming, like, first official, like, um, first ever, like, uh, black wrestler to become AEW world champion. It's destined to be Swerve. He's just that good. And I would, I mean, he's getting to a point where it's like, if he's not champion soon, I'm going to be real upset because he truly, truly deserves to be a world champion. He is yeah. that good. Um, so this match, uh, it's their second time they've ever had a meeting. First time they had a fight. Um, it was good. It was kind of just like everybody's like this kind of came out of nowhere. It was like Hangman has always been like, hey, he's like one of the top dogs in AEW. And Swerve's just like, I'm coming for your spot. Like basically that's just what it is. I'm coming for your spot. There wasn't a title involved, no number one contendership, nothing like that. It's just like. You're at this level. I want to be at that level. I'm taking your spot. Based off of that alone, they had an amazing match. Nice. Amazing to the point where they're just like, let's do a rematch. We're going to do Texas Death. Texas Death match. Uh, only way you can win, keep your opponent down for 10 seconds. No no other rules. That is it. Mm. Anything goes. Hangman, uh, unless I'm mistaken, before this, undefeated in Texas Death matches. Notice I said before this. Yeah. So... They go in there and it is crazy. I'm like right off the bat, the match starts. Hangman hits his finisher. Jesus, <laughs> that's how the match started. So they keep going, and then we get into it. <laughs> so <laughs> he's stapling his face. <laughs> God. So we get into it. Um, early on in the match, Hangman produces a stapler. Now there's a lot that goes into this. These men hate each other. 
Um, Swerve has see this... that. He's trying to staple his face. Oh, he didn't try. <laughs> he, he succeeded many times. Um, but uh, what's it called? Swerve has this catchphrase, whose house? Swerve's house. He says that. The fans respond. It's, a, it's simple. It's great. When you hear an yeah. arena say it, it sounds awesome. So storyline-wise, Swerve was upset. I think... Um, I can't remember who won the first match. It's one of those series where it's like it doesn't even matter who wins. It's just that good. Uh, Storyline-wise, something happened where Hangman, uh, his house was broken into by Swerve, and now that was Swerve's house. So Hangman's like, listen, I got a kid there and everything. I'm not having that. So he took one of his baby's finger finger paintings and stapled it to, <laughs> to his face. Um, and he did a lot of staples. He stapled his chest like his pecs a bunch of times. Uh, just continuously stapled uh, Swerve throughout the match. As you can see... He did more than just the face. Um, he continued to staple other places. Um, for example, the, the piece of paper that's on his arm. And then <laughs> Swerve's face is just perfect. Um, <laughs> Why is he letting him staple shit to him, bro? Well, if you look closely, his hands were tied <laughs> with duct oh, tape. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into this match. Oh, um, God. Yeah, like I said, Texas death, no rules. So they're going back and forth. Um, what's my next slide? This is going to be a surprise for everybody. Oh, yeah. This is one part of the match. Uh, this is a little bit later where, like I said, no rules. Uh, Swerve decides he wants to hit a um, a pile driver on the metal, not metal, but on the, like, the hard ramp where the audience yeah. is. So legit, I've never seen one done there, and it's very thin. The fact that they were able to just stand on there and perform this move is incredible. And as you can see, Hangman is perfectly vertical. Yeah. <laughs> just wild. taking this move. And if you look closely, Swerve's face is just a crimson mask at this point. Yeah. He's the uh, mask keep, of the Red Death right now. And I want you to keep that and uh, that what I just said in mind for future Kayfabe Corner episodes. Crimson mask. Now, we keep on going. There's a lot of blood involved. A lot going on. We got the barbed wire. So this is one part of the match where there's a barbed wire wrapped chair where Swerve decides he's going to hit Hangman with it. And it gets to the point that the barbed wire actually gets stuck in Hangman's face and hair. Oof. And this is a great shot of it right here. Um, at this point, both men are just exhausted. They're bloodied. Mind you, the whole time while this is happening, Swerve's manager, Prince Nana, is just dancing. And it's so entertaining. Because <laughs> you have the most violent match, and then Nana is just doing his little dance around the ring. Just very concerned about Swerve with his face, but he just has to dance. Um... They keep going with the match. What do we got after this? Oh, at one point, um, Swerve was bleeding so much, Hangman decided he wanted to drink his blood. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he legit just went under his mouth, uh, under his head, and just was like, I'm going to have just take all the blood from your mouth, uh, drink it, and then spit it out like if I was Triple H. Oh, uh, wow. And there's the mist of blood <laughs> that he's spitting out. Hangman, I mean, Swerve's blood. That's wild, um, bro. Oh, dude, it's cr it was crazy. <laughs> It was a crazy match. Jesus. Um, there was another picture I was trying to find a good one of. I couldn't find it. But there was one point where Swerve introduced uh, broken glass that he slammed Hangman into. Uh, not thumbtacks. So Apollo broken glass. Um, this is just a great shot of the match right here. Oof. Just to see. I mean, just look at the blood in the ring <laughs> and everything that's going on. Could their faces. Oh, yeah. My God. Yeah. This When I say this match was just pure violence um uh, people are already saying like this could very well be match of the year because it's not just the violence it's just it, the storytelling in the match and everything yeah. it was just these are two guys at the top of their level right here um just putting on one of the best matches ever and then you make to put the violence on there and sometimes some matches they just do violence for violence sake and it's just unnecessary but if it's done right it you know it comes across very well uh this is part where he decides to hang the hangman <laughs> <laughs> With the chain, uh, yeah, he just wraps it around his neck, just starts hanging him. Honestly, in in this angle, this looks a little like Disco. Hangman. So, yeah. Just look at his face. Hangman? I just want to look at Swerve's face. <laughs> just, <laughs> But yeah, no, he kind of, yeah, he does kind of look like Disco a little bit there. Got the long hair, the beard. Yeah. So while this match is happening, they're doing all these moves to each other, and then nobody's staying down for the 10 count, and they keep on looking at each other like, how are you still breathing at this point? So then Swerve decides to do this move, uh, and then that's where he, he wins it. Um, he hangs him, and then he goes unconscious, and then Hangman actually almost gets up. It, so it's a cool thing. You don't always see this, especially if it's a, this type of match where they count to 10. The referee's counting to 10, and as he's getting closer, Hangman almost gets up in time, where it's just like 
that leaves room open for a third match where it's just like, hey, you kept him down for the 10 count, sure, but he wasn't fully out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they have so much hatred, especially, I mean, as you can see, based off of this match, Hangman still wants to fight, and I'm sure Swerve still wants to fight. Oh, um, yeah. So I would I'm, love the, to see With the one. success of this, they definitely have to do a third one, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So hey, uh, Swerve wins this one. I, I want to say Hangman won the first, but it might have been Swerve. I, I think Swerve might have won the first, too. Um, but yeah, man, that's, uh, I think that's the last one I have. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically just a match. Uh, I just want to focus on that. People are saying it's potential match of the year. Mm. Uh, great match. Uh, then when you have the clips, if you look online, I've even liked some stuff like on Twitter where it's funny, where you'll see like, there's one part where there's literally just a thing, like a barbed wire just wrapped all around hang, uh, Swerve's head, like just a piece of barbed wire. And he's almost out for the 10 count and Nana pulls him out. And by pulling him out of the ring, now he's standing on his two feet. So officially, he beat the 10 count. Uh-huh. And then he's just all beat up, bloody. He's got barbed wire wrapped around his face. And then Nana's just dancing in front of him. <laughs> it's it's incredible. But um, great match. Overall, it was a great pay-per-view. Uh, there was a lot of other great matches the, you know, that occurred there and everything. But um, that's really the one that stood out. And then one quick thing I wanted to mention is we all know about the G1 Climax. Right? Oof, super hard, yeah. There I, it I is. Know, I know about it. So because the G1 Climax is the most um, enduring and recognized and respected tournament in all of professional wrestling, Tony Khan and AEW said, we want to crack at it. And they're creating something called the Continental Classic, Ooh. Um, where it's the same tournament. Um, you have a round robin tournament of, I believe it's 12 wrestlers. Oh, so it's, um, their, it's their version of the, the G1. G1 Climax. Yes. It's AEW's oh, version. Of I it. thought they were going to join them, but okay. Well, no, no. Well, it's uh, last time they did a G one. There's some AEW wrestlers were in it. It's just okay. they kind of want to. I do thought it would own. be like a cross promotion type thing. Oh no, no, yeah, no. It's okay. it's a it's an AEW thing. Um, but yeah, they wanted to do that. Um, so they're doing their own version of that. It's a round robin tournament. Uh, it actually started today, but here I am doing the podcast for you people. <laughs> the very first night of the Continental Classic. Damn. But um, yeah, no. So I'm, I mean, I got that's dedication, that. bro. Oh yeah, I know, I miss, no, obviously. But. Yeah, I miss so much. I miss so much live wrestling doing the podcast, uh, and it, it can't be helped because there's literally wrestling every day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's gonna it's bound to happen no matter what day we record on. But um, yeah, man. Uh, just, there's that. Uh, Randy Orton is coming back for Survivor Series, which is another Ooh, big nice. pay per view coming out. Um, so he's gonna be part of uh, Cody Rhodes' team along with Jay Uso. Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn uh, going up against the Judgment Day and uh, Drew McIntyre. So looking forward to seeing Randy. A lot of people are getting their hopes up thinking CM Punk's going to show up in WWE. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but hey, prove me wrong. I would love to be proven wrong on this. Um, so if Punk shows up, that's great. Also, um, you know how they had that merger ever since like the whole the UFC and all that stuff happened. They have this new company, Endeavor. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the guy who's the in charge of Endeavor is like, you know what? I don't like Vince McMahon making decisions. So I think he's been blocked on making a few decisions here and there. Nice. So I think Triple H has been able to kind of do some stuff on his own. So I think um, by this move that Vince made to help, you know, do the purchase of WWE and all this other stuff, it might have actually come back to bite him. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to be around for much longer. Also, horrible segue, but, uh, you know, not being around much longer. Um Ric Flair has actually been in AEW. Um, okay. You know, I don't know how much longer he's going to be there because uh, obviously his daughter's still in WWE. But he was there. There was a match with Sting and Adam Copeland, formerly known as Edge Christian. So there was a lot going on. But yeah, watch wrestling. Everything's been great on every show. As always, nice. Watch you wrestling there. <clears throat> but that, that's all I got. And I'm going to stop sharing. Okay, cool. All right. So. This uh, two weeks ago or last week or something like that at, mm-hmm. at some point in from the last in the time we, in, <laughs> from la- from last episode to this episode, Netflix Geeked Week happened and uh, a bunch of stuff they released, announced, talked about, and we just want to cover what we find interesting that Netflix has released at least what most of us in the group find interesting i don't think everything i'm going to show everybody in the group finds interesting but i think collectively at least yeah so 
Um, I'm gonna start it off with the with Tomb Raider. It, so there's a lot of animated shows coming out from Netflix, and you know what? I don't mind it. Their animated shows have been doing really well. Um, I just watched Blue Eye Samurai. Fantastic story, fantastic action. Love the anime. It was so good. I want to watch um, that Cyberpunk. I haven't, I haven't gotten around to doing that. Um, yeah, I heard Cyberpunk was well. I'm not going to watch it. You know why? Um, and then there's a bunch of other stuff. They released two other ones um, recently uh, that I'm going to eventually check out. But, you know, uh, let's let, let me share my screen here and let's watch this trailer. Uh, yep. So based off of what you're saying, I'm assuming this is animated. It is animated. Nice. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing for Lara Croft. I'm just weary about anima uh, animated styles, but so far I'm liking this. Yeah, I think Netflix has got this certain anime style that they use for like video games and mm -hmm. like certain adaptations like blue eye samurai you might I not like it that much i, I know i saw the blue eye samurai caught my attention i saw the beginning of the trailer it was like absolutely yeah just based but off for the, games yeah. they usually go with this style which i very much enjoy yeah so that was little teaser but i'm i'm very much liking what i see yeah very much liking that so so that was Lara Croft. Yeah, so that's like Castlevania, Castlevania Nocturne, like Dota, like all of them have this style of animation. Like all like the video game stories adaptations that they did, all of them have this style of animation. I feel like Lara Croft is good that it's being adapted into an animated show, not live action. I feel like there's just way more they can do with animation than you can do Always. with live action, right? right? Always. And that's just for for a game like that, I think is just it's the best medium to bring it over. You know, before it was just like trying to get like a hot girl to be Lara Croft and do blah blah blah. And it wasn't really that successful. So with this at least, hopefully we get like a really good story. Yeah. They tried doing it with that last movie. I didn't see it. But I think their problem was they tried to stick with the first like the first game of the newest newer series. Mm -hmm. And just because it's a good game with a good story for a video game doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna adapt well. Adapt well to a show. Uh, a yeah, movie, I mean. Movie. Yeah. All right. Next up on the list is Dead Boy Detectives. Okay. Oh. Oh. Dead Boy Detective Agency. He's the brains. I'm the boy. We ghosts, and we solve mysteries. Dead Boy Detectives? It's Aces, right? It's just a stupid name. So Dead Boy Detectives come to you from the amazing mind of Neil Gaiman, um, who created the Sandman comic book, who Netflix adapted into the Sandman series. Uh, hopefully we'll begin a second of season of that pretty soon. But for now, we'll get Dead Boy Detectives. It looks interesting. It looks funny. It looks comical. Um, um but at that point, I, I need to see a little bit more um, to jump into it. I, I most likely will watch it eventually because no. I watch things while I work sometimes. So this seems like something I could I will watch at work while I'm working. So, there you, go. you know, 
see i saw i saw more than enough that's a guaranteed no absolutely <laughs> not um not I even love making the attempt yeah. to watch it uh neil gaiman great writer um i'm sure the show is gonna have an audience i hope it does yeah. um but yeah it's i'm looking at it, it's like okay detective it's like literally the longer it went just more and more i was like man i they're really hitting the nail on the fact that I don't want to watch them. <laughs> yeah, they're just um, like putting their nail in their own coffin. If, like, if they would have stopped like 10 seconds, they're like, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. But they just kept going. I was like, no, <laughs> not even almost. Just no. All right, here's another no for Dan probably, but uh, we're going to go ahead and watch Rebel Moon. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Not to me. When I found you in the wreckage of that ship, I considered leaving you. I was afraid you could bring trouble to us. What do you think they want? Farmers were not a threat. They won't just kill us, will they? You're delusional. You think those soldiers will show them mercy? Stop. Searching for soldiers for a fight against the mother world. I could help you. A small fee, obviously. Yeah. You may want to hold on. I'm here to make you an offer. To give you a chance at redemption. We are beyond redemption. What about revenge? This isn't just pursuit of revolution. I have found her. The most wanted fugitive in the known universe. Dude, I feel like I just watched the fucking movie. Like, that was a long-ass trailer. <laughs> so that's one of the questions I had. It, it's a movie? It is. It's uh, I okay. think it's going to be a three-part movie. Okay. that's, so that's Yeah, that's enough to get a maybe out of me. Um, so, yeah. so one thing I've noticed, he really likes his sun shots in the background uh, where they, like, flare. Um, he, he used those same shots in 300. He used them in Superman, Man of Steel. Um, I, I I like his visual style. Like I, mm -hmm. I enjoy that. I I really in Three Hundred. I enjoyed like the the fighting sequences where it kind of like slows down in certain moments and stuff. I I enjoyed that very much. I think we're gonna see some of that here. Um, I enjoy Zack Snyder's style. Not everybody likes it a lot of people shit on him or whatever but i i mean i don't mind it um, his his style leans towards a little bit of like anime um like uh how can i say this like uh ridiculousness mm -hmm. you know what i mean it has like that anime feel to it where it's kind of like come on man but it's like it's like that's where the fun is a little bit you know i'm watching yeah. a fantasy film like you know fuck it yeah. um 
So I, I'm, I'm I am looking forward to this movie though. Uh, I hope it's good. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so we can get part two and three, so they don't end that Snyder verse two. So you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I, I don't we'll know. See what this happens. is one of yeah, it's one of those things where it's like the 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 series or franchise, whatever you want to call it, uh, Rebel Moon. It's one of those things where it's just like it just it feels a lot like netflix is like we have a lot of money and we got Zack snyder yeah let's just throw money at him and be like just do what you want to do that could be a good thing or a bad thing i don't know um this looks kind of like if somebody was just like hey i want you to make like a space epic but like do whatever you want with it and like i said it is Zack snyder i for the most part i do like Zack snyder as well but I don't know, man. It's just I understand it. Most most people like to see action shots, and that's not like you said. It's a long trailer. There's the one part where it's just like I can't help but laugh. It's like talking about tropes earlier in the episode, where it's just like go in there. It's like people pointing guns. Okay, one person goes in there, does something, does something, has everybody down, walks up to somebody. I'm gonna say a cool line, and then shoot. <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, okay, cool. I guess I remember seeing that back in the '90s, but um. Yeah, no, it's 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 his style, you know. It's just I I get it. It's I've seen it before. We've all seen yeah. it before. It's just that's his visual style yeah. that he likes to do. Um, even the filter of like that like yellowish orange thing. Like yeah. I've seen it in three hundred many many scenes. I I saw it here just in the trailer in at least oh, yeah. ten scenes. So yeah, it's just like he has his like visual language his style that he likes to use um sometimes it's successful sometimes it's not it depends on what that style is being used for yeah it might be successful here i think it was successful in 300 i i love mm-hmm. 300 it was it was a really fun movie to watch mm-hmm. uh, i think this is going to be one of those like where it's not going to be like oscar worthy but it's going to be just like a oh, fun yeah, movie not. to watch yeah. like you know 300 was a fun movie to watch it wasn't like an oscar type movie i mean maybe so, visually it was it might have been yeah but i mean my, my this is really the best way i can put this is this is a movie where one day you get a text message from me in the group chat, like, "Hey, we're we gonna talk about Rebel One for the podcast." <laughs> Rebel oh, One. I'm sorry, Rebel what's it called? One. Rebel Rebel Moon. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were like Star Wars. Yeah, it's just okay. Let's be real. Let's let's be you know you know no yeah. no no holding back. Hey, make a Star Wars movie. It's but you can't do Star Wars. Yeah, that no, it's that's a space all opera this like Star Wars. That's it's all fine. This is. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. But you know, like that's what this really is. But literally that's what it is it was like right now i'm on the fence i was like if if i wasn't doing a podcast but like yeah if i got nothing else to do if i'm not re-watching scrubs for the sixth time maybe yeah. i'll give it a shot but yeah. because there's a podcast was like yeah if you guys want to talk about it i'll watch it i'm down if you guys don't <laughs> want to talk about it eh, maybe i'll get around to it when i get around to it we'll see yeah yeah all right let's move on to the next one this one is one i'm looking forward to we're gonna check out the live action adaptation of you you show one of my favorite animes one of the up. greatest animes ever yeah and one of the introductory animes that i personally watched to get me into anime in general first was dragon ball z like you hakusho roni kenshin those are like you know the yeah, staples tsunami lineup is that yeah tsunami lineup it's, back in exactly the day. it's the tsunami lineup that got <laughs> yeah. all the kids into anime so it's like once you said dragon ball z it's like i know where you're going next i know what you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah oh man <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I said I just want to see Korobara. I want to see what he looks like. (laughs) He doesn't look bad. I think I saw a picture of him. That's amazing. Kill 
ridiculous but i'm loving it because it's not i mean it's accurate <laughs> like, oh dude that looks oh, amazing man. man i can't I, fucking I'm, wait for that i'm looking forward to that i hope oh. i like it i really hope i like it um yeah because it's i've never seen the anime from beginning to end i've read yeah. the manga uh i think i read the manga twice yes yeah, um <laughs> but yeah, I've seen I've seen like a couple like I, I'll pick up like random things like oh yeah I remember this I want to see it. I mean if you want to talk about like anime tournaments yeah. is there anyone better I don't than think Yu Yu so. Hakusho like that really might be the best yeah oh Damn, man. that was a good I did not fucking I, tournament bro is this a show or a movie uh, this is a show it is a show yeah 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 because so, that's the thing where it's like i was honestly thinking it's like maybe they'll wait another season and introduce Tuguro brothers i did not expect to see Tuguro brothers yeah here. oh man because they were introduced pretty early in the in the show like like th but they didn't really do anything i think no later. like he like he defeated him in that first tournament but like yeah. he didn't see Tuguro's real power exactly. spoilers until like the second tournament yeah. the, the first tournament. ones where they really took out the spoilers i guess uh yeah uh, where he took out the little brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it's like, that's when the older one's like, no, 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 I'm I'm for real now. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man, that was good. Well, the the little brother is the older brother, if I remember. Well, I know, but I mean, in, in yeah. size, he's yeah, the yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, I, I kind of want to go read the manga again now. Like, Yeah, fuck. for real, yeah. Like, yeah. I might shit. finally watch the anime beginning then. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not lying. That's like, who, who am I kidding? Like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna lie to the fans out here. <laughs> right. I would love to, but yeah. Last Netflix Geek Week trailer. Mm. I saved the best for last, mm. and this was controversial. Mm -hmm. This was long awaited. Amen. And it's I like. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Disco. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Avatar The Last Airbender live action. Mm. This shit started, it stopped, it started, it stopped. The the creators that had started it with Netflix left because of uh, uh like, creative differences. Why exactly, yeah. They they said creative differences. Yeah. Netflix continued, blah, blah, blah. We were all like, I don't know how this is going to be. Like, this might be bad, blah, blah, blah. And it's it's the moment of truth. Is it going to be good? Is it not mm -hmm. going to be good? But we talked about the casting choices they made earlier on. The Fire Nation casting choices are on point. Looks amazing. And boy, I hope this succeeds. Because yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender is one of my favorite animated properties period it's one, of like, the one of the greatest stories ever told let's be real it really is um yeah. so I, god man i'm looking forward to this let's let's, let's watch this trailer absolutely absolutely mm. time mm. starting off with Sozin's comment let's go <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly fire nation attacks let's go Future. Wow, mixed up. Looking amazing. Boom, yeah. No, he's in a right? Oh no, sorry, that was a mushroom. I don't one know why way. I said Bossing said. You keep it straight. Remember who you are. This is the music. I'm getting goosebumps. Just I, yes. You know. Yes. Oh, Azula looks awesome. 
can go. February 22nd. Can't wait. Good shit, Netflix. Like, already seen that trailer. Like, I've already... The moment it released, I did I was see already it too. I'm not going to lie. It, I still have that same reaction. It's like, It looks so good. Please be good. <laughs> God, I hope it, it, it just please looks as, it, as amazing as this trailer. Like, uh, Umashu looked amazing. Uh, that Fire Island looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, all the set pieces look amazing. Mm-hmm. The um all the cast members look fantastic. The the costumes look correct on point. Yeah. Like, like oh, just the man. shot, that one specific shot where they show um uh Katara and uh oof, Jesus Zuko? Christ. No, her brother, um Oh, yeah, like like Sokka. Right Sokka, yeah. Katara and Sokka, where they're like at like the ice thing where like Aang is with like just that shot because it's like a wide ice shot. Bird, yeah. yeah, exactly. Name of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it just that shot alone is incredible. Like, and then they just keep going. And then when they hit the music, the actual, yeah, legit music. Oh, man. Listen, um, bro, I, I just want to say one thing. I swear to God, if if this happens and like the character of Aang, the the actor looks great. My name's he, Ong. If he comes out of the iceberg and he's like, "Hey, my name is Ong," I I think I might burn the world down. Yo, no, <laughs> like, I, I swear to God, yeah, like the fan base behind this is 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 like me. I'm gonna fucking like nah. just punt yeah. my dog like if nah. this happens like nah. it's gonna be very upsetting if he comes out yeah. of there and he's like my name is ong were you watching wrestling when gene snitsky punted a baby into the audience <laughs> jesus i don't i wasn't okay. watching it religiously so okay. at some point yeah. um it was a whole thing that just made me think of that but yeah but yeah, man, I I I'm very much what? Sorry, I was just saying I'll pump my dog. Nadia sent me a text message. She's What's like, that? I she's like, I'll cut you if you pump my angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, no, it's it's that it's that serious though. Make sure she knows. Like, make sure she understands. It's that I serious. I got I gotta. We might take a. We might have to take a break from One Piece and go and watch <laughs> Avatar the animated series, so we can watch. When I uh, tell you watching this trailer, maybe it was like maybe it's time to go back. Maybe maybe it's time, it's time it again. again. Yeah, yeah. I might have to. No. Um. All right. Quick before we get off of Netflix Geek Week, I have some honorable mentions Let's to talk it. about. Uh, long-awaited one of my favorite shows that Netflix has done, Arcane, season yeah. two coming November twenty twenty-four. Can't wait for that. So fucking good. Uh, the Blood of Zeus season two yeah. also coming in twenty twenty-four. Loved the first season. It was a lot of fun. Um, the Dragon Prince season six. Can't wait for that. For that it's journey to continue. Right. right. Uh, 2024 uh we got a devil may cry like little teaser but it was it wasn't really anything uh just coming soon you know we don't know the date yet uh we got the witcher animated show uh sirens of something um coming late 2024 and then we got a, a an animated trailer of a terminator series the animated series also coming soon so those are my honorable mentions from netflix geek week <clears throat> a lot of those are i think all of them are animated shows yeah, actually yeah, like they are. Yeah. so those yeah those are the ones I'm, I'm looking forward to um and i can't wait man so i feel like netflix 2024 is going to be uh going to be popping so i hope so definitely with avatar uh yu yu haka show and uh, I wonder if, well, I mean, Japan did uh, Roni Kenshin. I wonder if uh, Netflix will take a stab at it. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna end it there. I'm not gonna even do the other one I was telling you about before. Uh, it's okay. not that important. Um, but uh, final thoughts. Oh, we talked a lot. 
talked a lot. Um, we I had a lot to cover. To yeah. The, yeah, I am looking forward to the Netflix stuff. See what, uh, honestly, like, you know me, I'm probably going to watch like one fifth of what you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, well, what I am looking forward to, I'm looking forward to. Um, watch wrestling. Right. It's mm-hmm. great. Uh, as always, um, Continental Classic. Check it out. And follow the House of Usher. Like I said, I didn't like it, but I still would recommend it to most people. I think most people would enjoy that series. That's awesome, man. Um, I also recommend the fall of House of Usher. A lot of these animated shows I just mentioned, I'm watching all of them because I've watched most yeah. of them already. Their previous seasons. Uh, I love animated shows. It's one of my favorite form of media. Um, You've been watching Invincible. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, that's all, that's Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You know we have to do an episode on Invincible. Just oh, one hundred percent. Okay, that's you. that's without a doubt. Thank we you. did season one. We got to do season two. Yeah, thank and you. And I watched. And once Invincible released the first uh, two episodes, I watched the Adam Eve movie, which was awesome. Oh yeah, we could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Also, and then I started watching Invincible, so I'm I'm very excited to see what happens for the rest of the season. Looks awesome. Absolutely. Going into Absolutely. multiverse already. Spoilers, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, uh, a lot of good things to come. Uh, again, happy Thanksgiving, happy holiday season. Uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you for listening and have a good one.